Hello, Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that, as it approaches episode 100, has been reconsidering its priorities. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm changing this show into the newest cooking program. We have sous chef Daniel over here, keeping this kitchen in order. Oh god, what what is that? What is that smell? That's 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 you. Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I'm just, I'm just I'm just being honest. I mean, hey, hey, li- listen to me. I'm going to put these slices of bread on either side of your head. What are you? I'm smelling garlic and chives. You're an idiot sandwich. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, oh well, Janelle's here as well. This is the whole bit. That's, a... That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> you yep. just shut up. At the... all right, whatever. Go on. <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> well, Janelle's here as well, and uh, Janelle, is that frozen meat properly thawed before cooking it? We don't want a repeat of last time. Uh, I mean, I did take it out sooner. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to put it in the microwave, though, because apparently that's a no-no when you want to thaw. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. Absolutely garbage to do it that way. And I guess warm water isn't that sanitary, so... You didn't I hit mean, it with a wooden spoon this time, right? No. Okay. Not a wooden spoon. Oh. <laughs> Okay. What what you've got to do is you've got to take it out of the fridge, put it on the ground. You've got to stare at it until it cries and feels bad about itself, and it will thaw out real quick. So sad. Yeah, that that I guess that's the proper way to do it. Did did you do it that way, Janelle? No. Unbelievable. Mm, well, <laughs> move on to another part of the kitchen because we've got Nate over there making delightful dishes that are just. Mustard and lemon juice? And pickles. Of course I had pickles. You can't have a delicious sandwich without mustard, ketchup, and pickles. Nate, I feel like I could throw a mouse in here and it would be gone in an hour. Why would I eat it? That's disgusting. You're not going to eat it? No. No, all you do is you slice your pickle in half, just like they do in Subway. Put your ketchup, I'm sorry, your mustard, down the middle. And then you dip it in your uh, lemon juice. Oh, they take a big old bite. I didn't that... realize. I didn't realize they cut pickles down the middle at Subway. Yeah, eat fresh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't do you remember their old slogan? Do you remember their old slogan from the nineties? Pickle down the middle. <laughs> Dana, go Tonight, pickle down the middle. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Subway. <laughs> no, eat it's fresh. Not. Oh God! Down no. the middle. Roll natural twenty at your local subway today. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's boiler up, but put the pickle down. <laughs> uh, this is so weird of an intro. <laughs> well, Joel's here too, and he's making his masterpiece of a dish as we speak. That's right, Josh. I've finally secured. One of every bean in the world, and I am making my world famous every bean salad. Really? Mm-hmm. Explain your dish. What, yeah, what else in it? Well, chef, uh, my dish has one of every bean in the world. Mm. Ah, I see. Yeah, and that's it. Let me take a bite. Hmm. There's. I've got one problem with this dish. Yes, chef. Is that you haven't made it for me sooner? You're oh. moving on to the next oh. round. Well, now I have. I do have a problem with the dish, though, because now no, it's for you. Now it's, matter, though. Well, well, I was gonna say now it's no longer an every bean salad. Yeah. Well, no. Now there are no beans because he ate the whole thing at once. Is mustard no, a bean? No, 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 Nate. No, mustard donkey. is not. What's wrong with you? Is Absolutely deplorable. I'm going to slather you in olive oil and tell you to shut the fuck up. Sous chef, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down, please. You calm down. Yes, chef. But just... <laughs> I, feel like I'm be- I feel like I'm being deposed here. All of you can fuck off. 
All right, well, I guess uh, sous chef Daniel wants to finish up the uh, introduction, so take it away. And finally, we have the most deplorable of the bunch. Oh, oh, oh. what? Ow. We have absolute jackass who never does his dishes, so he's having a little trouble tonight. Well, it's not so much I haven't done the dishes. They're just in the process of being done. And Wait, is that I what mean, AJ stands for? No. Absolute no, I'm ignoring that. Absolutely. So it doesn't come back. <laughs> I mean, I you didn't it That makes it a truth. No, I was looks, ignoring looks it. Looks like a donkey. I mean, smells like a donkey. Acts <laughs> like a donkey. He's a jackass. I mean, also, AJ, you haven't done any of your dishes, so I mean, I, I was, kind of agree with the assessment. What? First off, they're my dishes. They're no one else's dishes. Second off, they just—they're in the process. You know, you, you let them soak. And you just you wait for them to be. AJ, they've been in the done. process for a week. Young man, you know you're I, in the process the stains, of really pissing me off. The stains you are really cook deep. Something for me. The, the stains are really deep in there, and you gotta just make sure you get the the, the soap penetrates. You know all the stains. Yep. You want to know what else is going to be deep and penetrating? <laughs> My foot in your ass if you don't get back in the kitchen. <laughs> Honestly, I just use a microwave for everything, so I really don't think I need to be in the kitchen. I could just be like in the break room. I'm done. You know, and I'm, just... out, I'm out of here. I'm I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm absolutely out of here. Fuck off, all of you. It's <laughs> such a hostile intro. Also, Nate, I love I love your reference. I love the mayonnaise reference. That was beautiful. It's a well, good I episode. guess our idea for the cooking show didn't pan out, so. I did it just So I guess that's not gonna work. Are you guys ready to play some D D? Oh yeah, it's a good backup, yeah. I think. Yeah, finally, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get dirty. So <laughs> just like AJ's dishes. <laughs> no, like... they're ready to get cleaned, is what they are. <laughs> they're already way dirty. They need to be <laughs> Well, alrighty then. So before we get started, I will give us a quick recap, and then we will jump back into the action. So, last episode, our heroes dispatched of their mercenary enemies, killing one of their prisoners, but letting the other two leave. After gathering up their new treasures, the spoils of battle, they continued deeper into the cave, unaware of a lurking presence up ahead. A very hungry presence. A presence that currently has Fio wrapped in its tentacles. So we will jump back into that scene. Fio is hanging upside down in a small alcove in this uh, small chamber in this cave. A massive stalactite with a single eye and a cavernous maw full of sharp teeth has Theo grasped in one of its writhing tentacles as it pulls him up and continuously tries to bite and nip at him as its other tentacles whip and lash against the walls of the small alcove. And we have rolled initiative. It is Jasper's turn to act, the first one to go in this combat round. So what's he going to do? Last he saw, Theo got pulled off his feet and into the darkness. I'll drop down five feet. And can I see the thing that is absolutely having a good time with Pio? Oh my God. Uh, Why yes, did you, you say can, it you like that? See. That was a little weird, but uh, we'll, we'll go with it. Um, you, can see it. In, you can see into the alcove and you can see Pio is being lifted off his feet by a stalactite. Oh, oh. that looks like fun. <laughs> I should just admire it, honestly. <laughs> no, save your friend. Oh, no. Save your friend. Oh. I'll cast Magic Missile. Yeah, into the darkness. Yay. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I will say this creature is actually uh, designed somewhat specially. You can either target it or you can target its tentacles. And if you destroy a tentacle, it'll drop whoever it has. How many tentacles are wrapping it? There's just one around Theo. The other ones are whipping around freely. I will just put two at the tentacle and one at it. Okay. I don't know how much health it is, sir. That's eight damage to the tentacle and four damage to it. Okay. 
So you send four points of damage into the creature and then eight points of damage into its tentacle. And the tentacle is still holding on to Theo, but it looks no! like one more good hit. Like barely any damage will be enough to sever it. GG, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And this thing has six tentacles total. Ah, uh, sextopus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Why? What? So is Jasper done with his turn then? Yes. All right, so Jasper is standing in knee-deep water. His clothes are getting all wet and everything. And I we will move think on. about that. <laughs> and we will move on to Vez. So Vez, uh, I know you've got reach, but also do remember this thing is 10 feet off the ground. So it's hanging from the ceiling, so. Yeah, she's just going to shoot it with a bow and arrow, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, but first, we're going to use her new astral... Uh, visage, because there ain't no way she can see this thing, I think, without even with a torch. It's oh, too yeah, far away. Yeah, there's yeah. Like a torch like 10 feet across the cavern from mm -hmm. that little alcove, and Theo just gets like taken into the dark, and he can barely <laughs> see himself. <laughs> well, now she can see. She can see extremely well. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seeing this thing in front of you, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, so it's just so she uses her bonus action to uh, use her key point to, ca to not cast but perform. I, I don't know. Uh, activate. <laughs> activate. I like that astral visage. Um, so now she has the extra special uh, sight. Um, and she can with see the this, dark now. Yeah, magical and non-magical up to 120 feet. So that's that's pretty neat. <laughs> and she's uh, going to use word of spirit. So basically, I can um, direct words to a creature of my choice that I can see within 60 feet. So that would be Theo. Um, oh. Making it only so he can hear me. Oh, cool. And he's going to hear her laugh. Um, Goodbye, <laughs> 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 <No. laughs> <No. laughs> Theo. <laughs> and Loser. as she uh, strings her bow and she's like... <laughs> I'm gonna try to help you. I'm sorry if I drop you on your head. And she's what, gonna. What do you mean? And she's gonna fire uh, an arrow at the tentacle that's holding him up. Okay. So that would be a twenty to hit. That will actually match the AC of the tiny little tentacle. Oh my gosh! So they're very, very thin. Ooh. Yep, you hit it. Yay! So, oh, and max damage. So that'll be nine damage. All right, so yeah, you fire the arrow. It deals piercing damage, but slashes the tentacle in half. And Ooh. Theo drops only five feet, so he doesn't take damage or fall oh, prone. Okay. He lands right on his feet. Nice. It's like a oh! cat. That worked <laughs> really like well. Cat. I'm just, I'm really bottom heavy. I did leg day. <laughs> and then she'll uh, take her other shot and aim it at the uh, more towards the main body of the thing, so more like towards the eye or whatever. Okay. Mm, probably not. Uh, 13. Uh, that will not. It actually bounces off of the rocky hide of the creature. Well, uh, Theo, I tried. You, I've promptly pissed it off, so you should probably <laughs> um, get out of there. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> and that'll be her turn. <laughs> All right, Aegon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aegon is going to run up and squeeze past Vez and stand next to her. Oh, if it let me. Uh, and he can see the creature from there, correct? Yes. You can look okay. right past Vez, and uh, since Jasper is a level below you uh, in the water, uh, you can shoot right over him. So oh, you don't good have to worry stuff. About anything. Well, then Aegon will level his rod and let rip a fire bolt. Let her rip. <laughs> yeah. We have way too many Beyblade references <laughs> on this show. <laughs> I've never even watched the show. so. Really? Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Uh, that will not hit. Oh, rip a roni. It poofs against the rocky hide. So is there anything else, Aegon? Uh, nope, not yet. I don't think I'll do anything else this turn. All right, Gunner. Gunner, uh, what are you going to do? 
you know, honestly, what Gunner is going to do is what Gunner's going to do. And what gunners do is they <laughs> run away. No, I'm kidding. I knew it. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> okay. It's not even so, happening to him. He just like walks up. <laughs> yeah. So Gunner is going to, um, <clears throat> he's going to drop down uh, the, the edge of the rock. Uh, so he's going to climb down. Or I mean, it's fine. He's, 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 he's going to climb down into the riverbed. Yeah, I was gonna say he's gonna climb, but it doesn't matter because it's five feet, yeah. so he'll jump. He can just jump down. Um, Splash. Okay, so yeah, Gunner is going to uh, run around, try to get a clear shot at this thing, and um, <clears throat> he's gonna say, "Phil, you gotta get out of there!" And, it, and he's gonna fire, uh, fire two shots with a short bow at this thing. As uh, 17 do it? Nope, that bounces off of its rocky armor. Damn, okay. Go again. He's going to whir around for the second shot. I rolled the exact same thing. <laughs> um, so then whenever Gunner says, you got to get out of there, it kind of like resonates with Theo as he gets a bardic inspiration, oh. which is Gunner's bonus action. Uh, so just as a reminder... Uh, in the next 10 minutes, you can add that to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw that you make. So, Or if you do a spell, uh, you can add it as damage. And then Gunner is going to go. He's going to climb up some rocks and try to back himself into a safe little area. Okay. And that's Gunner's turn. All right. So now we are on to Theo. Oh, boy. So Theo is standing directly beneath this thing, and uh, despite its rocky height, it is twisting itself so that it can look right at you with its eye. (laughs) Big staring eye and its drooling mouth. I hate this so much. I think um, hearing Gunner's voice and his advice to him and then looking around seeing five more of those tentacles swiping around and how easily they picked him up, I think he's actually going to take a page from Gunner's book and he's going to get the hell out of there. Because I think that's even more than he can have. Because he sees all these arrows hitting it but then falling off. It's like it's really tough hide and crap. So he's going to get towards the mouth of the little alcove and then use his action to uh, disengage from it. Okay. And he's just going to just get the heck out of there, swinging his axe to try to parry anything trying to get him as he gets rid of the, uh, gets out of the range of the creature. He's just gonna kind of try to steal himself, and uh, and just kind of look around like, "You guys see that? There's, holy crap! They did like a hero, like three point landing with Ven shot the thing. What, what do I do?" And he'll he'll just kind of, kind of climb his way back up onto that island that they're all on, except for a gunner who's on like a different island altogether, <laughs> or, or Jasper who's down there close to the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's down in the water. I think. Yeah. So like, yeah. So everyone is standing up on a ledge as the underwater, sorry, as the underground river kind of splashes around them so that they can stay dry. But poor Jasper is the only one standing in the river. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Poor guy. I think, yeah, I think that'll have to be his turn because he just, he's just trying to get his bearings now. Okay. So now the creature is going to grow and over the sound of the rushing water and the yells and shouts, you hear a like a skittering sound and it moves across the top of the ceiling and gets to the edge of the alcove so it can see everyone. And you see there's going to be a slick noise as it pops out another tentacle to replace the one that was sliced off. Oh god! And then it's going to attack all five of you with its 50 feet of reach. Oh my god. With its tentacles. Ruh, ruh. At least we're together. Sorry, I'm rolling a lot of D20s. It's okay. <laughs> Alright, so that is going to be a 16 against Fio. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. A 20 against Vez, which I presume hits. Uh, a 25 against Jasper, which I presume nope. hits. Nope. <laughs> And then a 25 against Aegon, which I presume hits. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And an 11 against Gunner, which I presume misses. <laughs> Yay, Gunner! Gunner, save us all! <laughs> all of your friends are being taken to this alcove. 
to die. You're the only one who can save us. That's so, scary. Yeah, so uh, the four of you that were hit, you don't take any damage, but you are grappled. And it is going to pull all four of you 25 feet straight towards it. Oh, my gosh. Theo just left this guy's rage. He just left. Just got to rage and kill him, I guess. But all my friends are here. They'll die. Okay. So the four of you are all dangling underneath this thing, and it is going to bite one of you at random. Oh, God. Bite Theo. Bite Theo. It's gonna be actually going to be Jasper. Dang it. No, he's going to die. <laughs> oh, no. It's the worst one. Let's go. That's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. Nope. Can you do anything about it? Nope. No, no. Let's go. <laughs> Give it to me. Give me a second. I'm trying to find my last D8. He needs like 17 of them. Come on, Andrew. Don't be a bitch. It's only four. <laughs> it hurt a lot, okay? So, Jasper, you're going to take 19 points of piercing damage. Okay. As it Woof. crunches into your artificial body. I'm back. Also, I also just realized it can only make four attacks with its tendrils, so we'll pretend like it never attacked Gunner in the first place. Wow. Oh, that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> so, it has all of you guys, and actually, you should be glad that it has pulled all of you guys into its alcove, because now that you're out of the main chamber... Gunner is the only one who has to make a dexterity check. What? By saving throw. What? Gunner, give me a dexterity saving throw. No! What the <laughs> heck is all this? You want your D8 back? <laughs> I, well, it's yours now. <laughs> Fortunately, this is the first good, despite being good at dexterity and proficient in the saving throw, this is the first, like, above 10 I've rolled in a while. Ooh. So it's going to be 18 total. Okay, so Gunner steps to the side as he hears a sound on the ceiling above him, kind of a light crack. No. And a stalactite falls to the ground and smashes into the cave floor right next to him and embeds itself. It's about a foot long, and Gunner looks down and sees the stalactite has little insectoid legs oh my God. on the bottom of it, a single eye, and a little mouth full of teeth, and he just goes <laughs> at him. What? And he looks he looks up and he sees all the stalactites on the ceiling are moving. Oh my god. Like in the whole chamber. I don't like that. Uh, that in is the whole gross. chamber. Oh my god, this thing is like 30 or like 50 by 50 or something. Holy shit! It's a mama! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> We're gonna die! Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna... Great job. Theo, he woke up the roper, <laughs> and now we're all gonna die. I was just trying to look for treasure or something, or somebody was there. I just, I'm trying to like. Well, be you a know, they, they say parenthood is its own treasure. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. So uh, why don't uh, why don't we move on to Jasper? It's your turn, Jasper. Uh, I think I'll just stay grappled and just cast magic missile at the creature itself. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I'll I'll take my chances. Especially if it can just regrow tentacles anyways. That's 11 damage. All right, so you fire some bolts up at it, and pow, pow, pow. They smash into its stony hide, and they send some chunks of it falling to the ground below, and it lets out a weird hissing groan. Not a sexual one, a pained one. <laughs> God. No, we know what this tentacle monster is. Okay, well, that's it's your turn. Um, well, since she's um, all nice and close now, she's going to activate her arms. Um, nice. And that, if there's anything else within that vicinity, it'll hit those two. Um, not her friends, though? No, not her friends. Anything no, she is. This is the only creature in the alcove. Okay. Dang. Uh, so it will need to make um, a saving throw. De uh, dex. That is going to be a two. It has a minus one to its dex saves. Can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> so that's not going to do it. Um, 
Okay, that'll be uh, four force damage. Okay. And then she's just gonna try to punch it <laughs> with her arms. Punch it. Yeah. Um, so that is 19, so probably not. 19 is not gonna do it. Poop. Oh god, no. Well, that was worse. So I guess we're just gonna blow all of our key points. Um, <laughs> she's gonna it? spin another one to. Or no, I can't. Yep, I can't. Never mind. Not blowing them all this round to next round. For the next uh, one, you better look out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the second one also missed much worse than the first one. Uh, yep. So yeah, Vez is trying to swing up at it, but it's like swinging her around, so her blows are just going wild. <laughs> Aegon. Uh, well, Aegon's going to try something different this time, and he will instead cast uh, Sacred Flame at the creature. So it needs to give me a dexterity saving throw. Wow, that's another two. Ooh. Oh, baby, it'll take two d8 radiant damage. Oh, double eights, man. Ooh, uh, wow. And I also get to add my charisma modifier because of my subclass so that will be a juicy uh, 20 radiant damage yeah so nice. your radiant flames engulf it and it shrieks and slams everyone against the walls and scrunches up its eye as it well as it's blinded but it's a cave creature so it didn't really mean that eye anyway still hurt like hell though <laughs> <laughs> or in this case hurt like heaven that's right God. That's, uh, that's and that's good, that was good all Aegon is going to do for this turn. Alrighty, so then we're on to Gunner. Gunner is looking down at the little living stalactite that f- fell next to him, and he's starting to get really uncomfortable now. <laughs> Especially since the ceiling is moving. Yep, Gunner does a little yip, skirts around the thing as quickly as possible. He realizes he's got to get his friends away from this thing, either by killing it or just being able to run away. So... <clears throat> Gunner is going to go around this thing. He's going to jump down in the water and um, he's going standing in the water. He's going to cast slow at the roper. So it needs to make uh, I can target up to six creatures, but obviously because I'm not a dick, I'm only going to target the <laughs> roper. Could you imagine he slowed the entire party? Why well? can't you slow the tentacles too? <laughs> what? That's, that's, that's what this is doing. <laughs> it's neat. So what's the save again? It's a wisdom saving throw. I got a 22. <laughs> Woo, God damn it. Well, that, that, was, the, uh, that was the high that roll I needed. <laughs> cool. So oh, that's a third level spell slot. Come and gone. Hey, I rolled a 19 on the die. Okay. Like I'm allowed to get some good rolls once in a while. I mean, heck, all, no, I have to do, only, all I have to do. Only twos. Honestly, all I got to do is get like a... 12 on the die and it probably gets your DC so I don't know why you're complaining and it's probably fair it's fair because my friends are gonna die but you know that's okay because Gunner's gonna live because he's gonna run <laughs> where is he gonna run so he he is going to try and get out of line of sight though oh, thank god there's those guards to catch you as you try and escape <laughs> well 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 if it isn't Gunner <laughs> and you're all Crawling alone now back to us. um so yeah, Gunner doesn't get as far as he'd like, but that is uh, no, actually I need to move back one because I didn't attack. Cut, cut that part out. Yeah, so Gunner starts to try and make n- not make a break to like run away entirely, but he's trying to um, stay within range to do things, but hopefully get himself in a position where he can hide. So, but he's not there yet. He only moved far enough away to just watch his friends get eaten alive. That's right, what he the creature can still see you. You'll have a bonus to your AC, but it'll still be able to attack you next round. Okay, yeah, I, I figured as much. Okay, so we're on to Fio. Yo. All right, uh, back at it again. Same spot as before. I think what he'll do is try to... Uh, first, he's going to try to attack the tentacle that has a hold of Aegon. 
since he's not really much of a, a melee person, maybe he can help out more on the ground. So he's gonna attack the tentacle. Hope that, uh, that's a attacking Aegon. Go. Huh. That's pretty good. That's a twenty-one to hit. That will hit. Dope. Okay. So that is. Are you attacking recklessly or no? No, not recklessly. No. Okay. Because it. I. Yeah. No. 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 So that's a, oh, that's a 10 on the die. So that is 13 damage, that tentacle. All right. So with a single stroke, you slice off the tentacle holding Aegon. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And then um, with the second one, uh, I think he'll try to, I think he's going to try to go for the one holding Jasper. Now, we're not that high up, right? We're only like five feet up right now. Yeah. Okay. It's 10 feet in the air and it's holding you guys right beneath it. Okay, I just want to double check. Um, I am going to put the... Um, oh, real quick. I always forget. Can I know the the roll, like the number I roll first before I use the Bark Inspiration? Or do I have to say it first? Yeah, you, you roll you roll first, look at what's on your die, and then decide if you want to okay. use it. Okay, I always mix that up the other way around. Okay. Yeah. So since we're only five feet off the ground, he'll look over seeing Jasper's like body kind of crumpled in places, and he'll try to swing at that one as well. Um, I I rolled a twelve on the die. I'm gonna use the bark inspiration try to bump this up. Well, that's better. That brings it up to a fourteen plus. Uh, oh, where'd it go? God, I'm such a bad D and D player. I lost my character sheet. Is it plus six? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, it is. So that's uh, that's twenty. Does that match? Yep, that'll match. That'll match. The oh yes! Oh my god! Okay. Party inspiration. Woo! Okay, here we go. Let's let's hopefully get enough damage on this one. Ooh, I don't know if that's gonna do it. I eleven damage do it? That'll be enough. Really? Yeah, that's enough. Slice of the tentacle and Woo! Jasper falls to the ground. Oh, that's awesome. All right, guys, do your thing. And and uh, and that'll be his turn. So Jasper is looking really happy about this. But then the roper extrudes two <laughs> more tentacles and then attacks Gunner, Aegon, and Jasper again. <laughs> I didn't think they could do the yeah. same turn. Crap. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so one's going to go for Aegon. That you got is it, going guys. to be a 25. That hits me. <laughs> one's going to go for Jasper. That's going to be an 18. <laughs> Maybe. And then the last one's going to go for Gunner, but since it's kind of whipping around a corner that it can barely see Gunner around, Gunner has a plus five to his AC from cover. Yay. That's going to be a 24. <laughs> yep, didn't matter. Yep, got me. <laughs> and it pulls Gunner, like, to the mouth of the cave. And then it is going to attack the one that did the most damage to it. <laughs> well, technically, Which, I did damage tentacles. That, that would be good, right? Does that count? Well, no. Technically, Aegon, right? But, yeah. Yeah, because he, he used Sacred Flame. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, oh, go after Aegon. He's got this. Aegon's got this. So that was going to be a 20 to hit. Oh, man. A 20 hits me. Oh, boy. Um, that's not going to be too bad. That's only going to be 18 points of piercing damage. Oh, puny damage. As it starts to gnaw into Aegon, and Aegon notices that like uh, cave fish remnants are getting uh, strewn onto his clothes from between the creature's teeth. Oh, Aegon loves cave fish. <laughs> no. And then Why? Gunner, uh, since you are in the main chamber, you hear some scuttling above you, and another uh, creature falls from the ceiling towards <laughs> you. So give me a dexterity no. save. These motherfuckers. Damn it. That's that <laughs> nice. So Daniel, you're gonna take five piercing damage as one of the creatures kind of uh skims past uh, his uh, gunner's shoulder and it hits the ground, and it looks up at him with its little eye. Gunner kicks it. I'd also like to say they are oriented upside down, so when they land they look like they're right side up. Oh so, like just the, the tails like embedded in the ground. Oh, I hate that. It Gunner really hates it. Set this whole cave on fire. All right, so now it is Jasper's turn. All right, magic missile, the thing again. That's 12 damage. Oh, wow, that's not bad. That's all my first level spells. Yay. Nice. So, yeah, Jasper just sends another burst. It lets out a 
low groan again. It's not looking too good, actually. You look, it's, you're starting to crack its armor. So, Vez. Punch it some more. Do? I was ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, maybe. Hopefully. At least a couple. Uh, punch. No. That was a 14. Oh, that's bad. That's an 18. So we're going to spend a key point and punch two more times. Get him, Jenna. <laughs> Get him. Okay, that was a 21 total. That will hit. Yay. <laughs> That'll be six damage. Force damage. Okay. And last, uh, that is 16 plus six, 22. That will hit. Yay. That'll be another six damage since I'm going to roll threes on my <laughs> d6s. So, that'll yeah, be another. Just swinging. She grabs onto the tentacle, swings up, gets two hits on it, and swings back down. And its eyeball is flicking between you and Jasper, trying to decide who to bite next. Maybe looking a little more tasty than Metal Man. I don't know yet. We'll see. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's like, it's like eh, I broke some teeth. I broke some teeth on the other one, so maybe I'll go for the <laughs> for the other one. So, Aegon, it is your turn. Oh, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So Aegon is going to cast Sacred Flame again. So dexterity right. saving throw. He's going to whip himself around. I got a natural 20, so that's a 19. <laughs> Ooh, well, that's a rip. Um... It, it, it thinks ahead this time, and it scuttles across the ceiling like a foot, and your flames <laughs> bathe the ceiling above it, but it somehow dodged your your sacred flame. Okay, well, uh, that's... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. All right, Gunner. Okay, Gunner is going to do something... Uh, Gunner is going to do something he hasn't done... Well, I, I don't know. Gunner was going to viciously mock it, but I almost wonder at this point if it'd just be better to attack it. Is Gunner within five feet of it? Um, he's within ten feet of it. Okay. Because he's still so, he's still on the ground because it has your allies pulled up beneath it. There's no room for Gunner. I see. Okay. But my I can still fire a short bow and not have disadvantage. Yes. Okay. So, G- Gunner is going to insult it, just not magically. <laughs> like, you stupid rock! I hope you uh, die. It, w- it wasn't very good, so he he just decided the bow would be better. First shot. That is going to be pretty good. That's going to be an unnatural twenty. That will hit. That'll match its AC. Okay. okay. No, no juice to add. I gave the last of it to Fio. Um, so that's going to be eight piercing. All right. And Gunner's going to fire again. Oh, what do you know? I'm rolling duplicates tonight. That's another unnatural 20. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> okay, maybe I need to, like, get some more spin on these things. <laughs> or they're jinxed or what, but I rolled the same thing. My damage dies. <laughs> so that's going to be eight more piercing damage. Okay. Yeah, Gunner gets two good shots on it. One of the shots actually goes into its eye, and everyone being held beneath it kind of feel a, a jerk as they're dropped a little bit. And you look up, and the creature's insectoid legs are barely holding onto the ceiling. It is very close to dying. Gunner is going to call out, Just finish it off, Theo. We need to go. <laughs> Why? Wow, what's going on? I'll tell you later. Kill it. <laughs> so, Theo, it is your turn. Alright, if he is going to attack this thing, uh, he's going to recklessly attack. He's just going to swing as hard as he can, man. Swing uh, so away, Theo. So that's a 22 <laughs> for the first hit. That'll hit. That's 13 damage right there. Alright, that leaves it at one hit point. Are you serious? <laughs> it is at one hit point. That's beautiful. Do it. Alright, second attack, reckless! Okay. Oh no! I rolled it. I only rolled a ten. So this is like sixteen to hit. Ah, I rolled a ten to two. I'm sorry. I just didn't expect the first one to hit. I got all clammy. I clammed up. Bonus action rage. <laughs> but my friends just will do die. it. But, just but really do though. it. But really though. 
Uh, that's it's true. fine. I, that's true. Fio, Fio would know really that. Fio would know that Fio we could survive. Yeah. Vez will look at him and be <laughs> like, just like, "If you do not kill this thing, I, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But kill it." <laughs> She's I'm, like giving him crazy eyes. I'm trying to, <laughs> and he just explodes with fire. And he pours action rage, and it takes five auto <laughs> fire damage. And so, so does everybody else. It's a ten foot radius. Everyone gets hit. Okay, remember, this is the this is the actual orientation. So, right, it is everybody? <laughs> so that is everyone, including Gunner. Jasper's yeah. barely gonna make it. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a burst of fire from Theo, and the creature lets out one last groan before its eye unfocuses. It lets go of the ceiling, and it smashes into the ground right in the middle of the four of you. Oh no. Somehow missing you guys when it fell. Oh! Oh, so I thought it was gonna be like splash damage. <laughs> Holy crud. And then Gunner needs to give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> well, you know what? That one's a 23. Okay, yeah, and Gunner dodges as another one lands right next to him and lets uh, and looks up at him with its little little eye and growls, and he sees that all the stalactites are making their way towards your guys' location. Oh my god. Guys, we gotta go. We gotta go right now. No time. Just follow. Wait, what's going on? Oh my god, what is that? <sighs> yeah, so Gunner's going to try and get everybody to press forward into the cave. Alright, well, Theo, you do have your movement if you guys would like to commence the moving away part oh, of the that's adventure. True. That's true. That's true. Um, so we're staying in initiative until you guys are safe. Ah, <laughs> uh, gosh, he's really debating whether to grab a potion or not, but I think the I think. Oh, uh, save your potions. We have two people who can heal in this part. I know, but like, he's, he's peeing. I'm just scared. I'm scared for him. I th- I think we're just gonna go. I think he's just gonna go. I think he's just gonna run past his allies and go. Okay, I'll go take a look. What's ahead? So this this is the go. farthest he can get. Yeah. So if you'll get uh, basically towards the middle of the river on the way to the sort of empty, not empty, but it's like that dark area where that sort of waterfall is, right? Mm-hmm. So basically just looking down the hall at that. Is there anything down there that he can see immediately? Um, not from where he is. He can just see the water continues forward deeper into the cave for about 20 feet, and then it goes over some sort of edge, and it looks like you can crawl into this space to get down. Oh, that's awful. I hate that so other, much. Otherwise the, cave, otherwise, the cave would end just here. Yeah. Oh, but uh, the rope, though. We had tied the rope, and it was just sitting there, right? Or, or was it in the water? I don't remember. No, you tied the rope to one of the stalag merges, and oh, it's long enough to go all the way down. But did we set it in the water yet? That's I don't remember if we did yes. that. Yes. Okay, cool. So he sees the the rope just kind of floating like right on top there, and he can kind of use that. Theo, give me a dexterity saving throw. Ah, dang it! Technically, I was supposed to do it after your turn, but I got excited, and it made it was funnier to do it to Gunner. <laughs> but uh, technically, it should also happen to you. <laughs> okay. Because okay. they go they go on the ropers' turn. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, give me a second. I suppose danger sense would work here. Would it? It would. <gasps> it would. Yes, I get to use my features. Cool. Man, overpowered. <laughs> overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, that's a eighteen. Okay, yeah. He, Theo is able to jump away as the, there's a splash in the water, and he hears a gurgle as the creature goes into the the knee deep water and looks up at him. Oh, I hate this! I hate this so much. Jasper, it is your turn. I'm gonna run wherever it is to get out. <laughs> you can get right to the edge of the waterfall if you dash. Oh, there he right. There he goes. I was gonna heal him, but <laughs> no. Oh, oh no. Here, Jasper, this way. Oh God. No, guys, hurry up! Come on, faster. Let's go. Okay, Vez, it is your turn. I guess I'm following Jasper. Running. Only. Say, so run past him, probably. Yeah, I'll just go stand behind him at the edge of the water. Okay. So Vez and uh, Jasper are awaiting the rest of the team before descending the rope. Aegon, what are you going to do? 
I guess Aegon's just gonna dash to catch up to him. He'll, he, I think he can also make it to the edge of the waterfall. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I think he can actually start going down it. Correct. Most likely, yes. Yeah. So he'll do that. So start climbing down the rope. Actually, no, no, no. He's gonna, he's gonna stop at the top. He doesn't uh, stop behind Vez. He doesn't want to block the rope for anybody that can actually start getting down it. Okay. Which might be Gunner if Gunner wants to get going. Oh yeah, Gunner's terrified. Okay, so yeah, Gunner's going to run to the to the um, edge of the waterfall, and he's going to go. Oh God, here I go! And he's going to dash, um, and he is going to uh, descend into the depths of hell. Okay, so Gunner starts climbing down the waterfall is sl- splashing against him as he's going, so he is going to have to give me a, an athletics check to avoid uh, the water pushing him off the rope. Okay, now does that happen anyway, or, or is that assuming I stop on the rope? Uh, that happens as you are climbing down the rope regardless. Okay. I was going to ask you what kind of check that was, but it doesn't matter because that was a natural 20. Yes! Okay, so yeah, Gunner <laughs> is able to get all the way down, and he descends... 30 feet down into a chamber. It's about almost uh, it's almost a circle. It's about uh, 30 feet wide um, and the water is really deep. It looks like it's about, well not really deep, it looks like it's about 10 to 15 feet deep. Okay, so where he's at is he swimming? His feet are touching the water. Unless he wants to let go and fall the rest of the way since he won't get hurt. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Gunner is down there at the bottom. And he can see to the south, so uh, as he kind of climbs down, he looks to his left, and the, there's kind of an opening in this room and a tunnel about 10 feet wide and 10 feet tall, like, extends outward. And he can actually see a light orange light flickering like a fire in the next chamber. So now we'll move on to Theo. Okay, um... <laughs> he's gonna step gingerly around this little thing that's just kind of bubbling in the water, and he's just gonna—he's gonna follow suit. And he's gonna dash around his comrades that are just getting to the edge of the waterfall, and he's just gonna kind of dive through and and keep just kind of rage climbing this rope down. <laughs> okay, so you're also gonna have to give me an athletics check. All right, here we go. Let's see. Um, I guess I should ask. I guess he hasn't attacked anything on this round. Is it the end of his next turn that the rage ends? I can't remember. Give me a second. Let me read this before I decide on what I'm going to do. You atta- No, you attacked the creature last round. Right, but that so was... Your, your, rage will, your, rage will attack, end, your rage will end this round, AJ, after you're done with this turn. Oh, okay. So you are still raging. Okay. So then uh, while he's climbing down, uh, he actually has advantage on these athletic checks since he's still technically raging, at least until the end of his turn. So that's not fantastic, but it's not bad. That's uh, that's a, it's, 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 a, it's a 16. Nine plus seven. Okay, well, that, that's, that's good. He, he is able to slide down the rope and land on top of Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> ah. He lands on Gunner's shoulders and pushes Gunner underwater. <laughs> Alright, uh, Fee, But now. Well, Fee actually has a little bit more movement left. He's got uh, 40 feet of movement. Well, it doesn't really matter now that you're in the next room. I presume you're waiting for everybody. Well, yeah, but I just want to get out of the way. So, I mean, if that's not a thing, okay, fine. I just had 10 more feet to get a move. I mean, go, go for it if you want to. So now that he's down there, he's just going to uh, move his last 10 feet or so to get into the center of the chamber and just make sure he's out of the way for people to come down the waterfall. All right, very considerate of you. All right, that's his uh, But now Aegon, Vez, and Jasper all are going to face the wrath of the stalactites on the ceiling. So you guys all have to give me dexterity saving throws. I got a two. Oh, no. Oh, boy. 18. Okay, Vez is good. Come on, Jasper. I don't believe in dexterity checks. Oh, oh no. my god. Roll your dice. Oh, I rolled an 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, Vez and Jasper are able to duck out of the way as these uh, stalactites uh, hit the ground around them. But Aegon takes one to the horn. It, like, slams into his head and he takes seven points of... Oh! Oh! 
poor guy. So now he's now uh, the water's turning red with his blood, and it is Jasper's turn. I'll wait for Aegon to maybe heal me before I attempt to go fall down a cliff. And then afterwards, I'm going to jump down this cliff. So hold action to jump down here. Oh, so you're just going to jump then? No, I'm going to climb down, yeah. (laughs) Hold action to climb. Hold action to climb down, but most likely it's going to be I'm going to fall and pretend like I jumped down. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. All right. So, Vez, it is your turn. So you said it's a 30-foot drop? 30-foot drop, yes. But into water, so does that make it half? You would take half damage, yes. She's just going to jump then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And she'll use her uh, slow fall, so. Oh, cool. We're just not going to play with the rope, so it's it would take away uh, 30 damage, so she's going to cannonball into the... uh, yeah, she is just fine. She just jumps and she falls, and that actually doesn't take any of your movement to just fall. So, so then she, she's has, gonna... she has plenty of movement left to like swim out of the way. Yeah, she's gonna swim adjacent to Fio. All right. So Aegon. Oh. What you gonna do? Aegon is going to. Let's see, one, two. And then I would have. Okay, Aegon's going to run up next to Jasper. He's gonna press his hands against them real quick and cast Cure Wounds at third level. So that'll be... Uh, I always forget. I think it's 40. Wait. No, no, it's 3d6, yeah. That makes more sense. No, it's 3d8. 3D8. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. It's 3d8! <laughs> uh, okay, that's uh, 14 plus one more. Uh, 15 plus my ability modifier is 4, so he heals 19. Holy crap, that's almost all of his health. It's nice having low hit points. Makes healing that much better. <laughs> so now that you've been healed, it's time for you to take your readied action to climb yes. down. Yes. So give me an athletics check. Sure thing. Hey, 16. That's enough. Jasper doesn't climb. He just grabs onto the rope and just slides down, and it doesn't burn him because he's an automaton. Nice. So he just splashes into the water below. And after that, Aegon's going to take his last 20 feet of movement and begin moving down the rope. Okay. So I'll give you my athletics check. <laughs> oh, no. uh, which is a zero. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So Aegon is going to fall. I rolled really bad. Since that was 30 feet, that was 3d6s. I rolled a two and two ones. Oh my gosh, you guys so are so lucky. four damage from hitting the water, but it gets halved because it's water, so Aegon only takes two damage. <laughs> nice. He lands Belly awkwardly. <laughs> he, man- he lands awkwardly, but he manages to like get himself into a streamlined position. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Oh my. So now our adventurers have escaped from the nightmarish cave above. Uh, None of the creatures seem to be following you down. They all seem to be staying up there. But now you guys are floating in here in this small chamber. There's the waterfall splashing off to the side and a tunnel up ahead, and you can see the flickering of a campfire at the end of the tunnel as it kind of goes forward and opens up into a larger chamber. Oh, I guess I, I guess we don't have any of our um, torches, do we, down here? It's pretty dark. Does I guess the question is, does Vez have her uh, visage on still? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's still on. Yeah. It lasts for like 10 minutes. I mean, I, we could always do the create bonfire strat. Well, no, I have light. Just keep creating a bonfire. Just, I can just create light if you need light, Nate. <laughs> no, create bonfires just, all the way through the just, dungeon. Just flashes of bonfire just suddenly becoming into existence and then just going well, out. Like, bonfire! I can only uh, create bonfire on ground, so. Do it on a ceiling. That's not ground. It's made of ground. Can you create it on a person? No. Poor guy. Wait, you can I mean, we treat feel like right? a doormat. Can that count? <laughs> so, what are our what are our adventurers going to do? Swim towards the light, obviously. Yeah, let's say let's swim towards the light. I think Gunnar is going to offer to help Jasper. It's like, hey, bud, I, I know you can't see, so um, you know, let's uh, 
just just trust me on this one. I, I promise I'm not gonna put you in a weird spot or abandon you or anything, so. I was gonna say, it's a good thing uh, Gunner took that lifeguarding course in Bard's College, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was either that or Spanish. But, um... uh, Josh, how deep is the water here? Yeah, it's, a, it's about 15 feet deep. All right. Jasper being cool is going to swim underneath the water and never surface. <laughs> he just floats down to the bottom and just walks. Exactly. No need for an athletics check. See. You're just going to walk on the bottom. Yeah, he walks the wrong direction until he hits the cave wall, and then he turns around and walks back. No, but he can feel the current pushing, so he knows which way oh, the, right. uh, the river goes. This is really, so, yeah, you guys approach the tunnel, and uh, the, the floor kind of raises up so that when you get there, the water is back to only being about knee deep. Oh. Jasper's upset. Yeah, Jasper walks out like... Uh, like in, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator. <laughs> Remember the Scooby Doo movies, like with the like I think the first episode with like that uh, scuba oh, diver just walks one? out. Yeah, the, just that's how there's it a zombie one. Yeah, that's terrifying. So our adventurers trek forward to the mouth of this tunnel. I don't know how you guys want to organize yourselves. Are, are we trying to be sneaky, guys? Since we know there's people down the rest of the <laughs> Do way. Do you think you can sneak out of the water? I mean, we could like just kind of like do an alligator crawl. No, you faster, know? faster, <laughs> faster. As best as we can, I think Gunner will. But I don't. Yeah, to Joel's point, I don't know how stealthy we can be in this scenario. We're just kind of sloshing our way out. Of, well, may, I don't know. Maybe we're gonna also just splash go down into the. <laughs> we were just well, I would argue time. that I would argue that that can be hidden by the sound of the waterfall. I guess, yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe we go stealthily. Okay, so give me a stealth check, a group stealth check. And as you guys make those rolls, I will describe the room up ahead. I think we should have disadvantage. So our adventurers try to stealth their way forward, and they follow this tunnel for a short bit before it kind of opens up into a larger chamber, a little bit bigger than the chamber just above you. And the river you're in continues at its uh, 10-foot width, uh, through this room before making a turn and exiting the chamber uh, on the east and the floor kind of begins to give way like it stays flat for the most part except where the river goes through so it depresses gradually till it's about five feet like uh, depressed into the ground because of the erosion uh, but then straight up ahead if you leave the river the chamber opens up into a wide open space and on the far wall, there is a uh, kind of a big hole in the wall. And you can see that looks like it opens up into an even larger chamber. I would also like to say that the river also continues on and looks like it flows into a chamber of its own. But that's not the most interesting part, because in the middle of the chamber is a glowing circle of red runes. And in the center of that circle is a conjured bonfire, some sort of like a mage's portable campfire. And near it is a large moldering rug with uh, some supplies on it and some books and some scrolls. So what'd you guys get for your stealth checks? Well, Theo got a 10. I got a 23. I got a 17. I got an 11. <laughs> oh no, come on. One eight. I already got an eight. Oh no! <laughs> we don't believe in stealth checks in this party. I guess not. Just Jasper trudging through the water as fast as possible. So what are you again? Eleven. So our adventurers sneak forward, and up ahead, they can see there is a figure standing at the edge of that large opening to the south of the cave, the one that opens up into a, another large chamber, and he does not notice you. Really? Yeah. You guys were able to pass. Holy crud. That must have been so a really you guys can DC. see him. He, you, he's not facing you guys. He's facing, he's looking down into this chamber, and the way he's standing, he's like steadying himself. You think there's probably a drop-off of some kind up there. Uh, but he just looks like he's looking down at something. 
Um, he's wearing mage's clothes, uh, kind of the basic college garb you'd expect, uh, and his, but his robes are uh, bright red with some orange and some silver trim. So you know he belongs to some sort of fire discipline if his campfire didn't give that away. Oh, a fellow fire boy. <laughs> um, you can also tell that he is a human. A fellow human. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I, I guess we'll kind of try to keep sneaking along and, and Fio's going to try to make his way down. Does, it, does he him. seem... Does he seem like he's armed? Uh, or that he's ready, like he has a hand on hilt of something or some sorts? Or is it just like a wand in his hand? Um, he is a mage. You know, he probably has some sort of casting device. He's not holding a staff. That does not mean he's unarmed. Okay. I, get, I, think, yeah, I think maybe we should all try to get on land and sort of like just position ourselves so we're not just like floating around the water when he sees us. So I want to say as Fio uh, follows the river, and gets up onto the dry land. He looks down the tunnel that the river is flowing, and he sees there is another shape standing in that tunnel. Likewise, it has its back to you guys, but what Fio sees horrifies him. It looks like a tall, hulking humanoid, but it looks like its entire body has been stitched together. Oh, God. From mismatching parts. Oh, God. And it is just standing in the tunnel, looking away from where you guys are. Fio just like wide-eyed, stops in his tracks, and then slowly points at that thing to try to get everybody to look down that way. He doesn't even want to breathe. Yeah, Gunnar's going to whisper, You don't think this thing is with the, um, with the mage, do you? I, I... I, f- I feel like it might be because if he doesn't know it's there and that thing doesn't know he is there, that's too random. I maybe I should just go attack that thing. Le- Hold it off le- for you guys. Le- le- why, why don't we advance on his position? And then um, I think once he's surrounded, he'll um, we, we can talk to him. And if he attacks, he'll be at a disadvantage. Okay. Well, Fia's gonna keep an eye on the other thing. Uh, so as they move forward, he's just going to keep watching that horrible monstrosity and see if it like twitches or moves towards him at all. Oh, it is constantly twitching. Oh, God, why? Oh, I hate it. You even hear a low groan kind of bubble up from it. All right, well, Fia is going to be prepared. He's, um, he's, he's going to continue walking forward, everybody, but he's going to, um, I guess, uh, take a, like, a defensive action. Okay, what's that called? I'm dumb. I can't think of anything right now. Dodge. Yes, I'm sorry. So he's going to be very defensive right now. He's going to use the dodge action while he's walking forward. Just getting ready for anything to come at him or attack. Gunner will be sneaking right behind him. Okay. So you guys continue to sneak forward. When you get... Is everyone sneaking or just Gunner and Vio? Like, to get close to him. Is anyone hanging back? With, With his short swords drawn, by the way. Uh, Aegon wants to hold back. He sees, uh, whenever we enter, he sees this uh, piece of land over to the right, and he kind of he wants to just get up onto there. Yeah, on the on the other side of the river. Yeah, and he'll take Same. post there and uh, prepare his rod, I suppose. Okay, and Jasper's also going to move to stay next to him. So I guess it's just going to be Fiel, Gunner, and Vez. Yeah. So you guys are going to have to give me another stealth check <laughs> as you guys get within 30 feet hey, That's good for you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably fair. Okay. That was not the best roll, but good bonus. Good. That'll be a 15. Theo got an 18, actually. I got a 23. Okay, so you're able to keep sneaking. The he 18. doesn't notice you. The walking humanoid flesh monster doesn't notice you. So what do you do? You can get as close as you want. Uh, I think <laughs> go up to him and push him off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I think no. Actually, though, I do think Gunner, Gunner's gonna say, "Okay, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm going to make a move, and I've, I'm going to." Um... I think you're close enough. You can't whisper to each other. You, you oh, will okay. probably alert him if you start talking. Okay. Well, in that case, Gunner, Gunner's just going to do it. So, uh, Gunner is going to get 
right up behind the mage, and he is going to prepare an action to where if this mage does anything hostile, he will take the shove action and shove him right in there. <laughs> right over the ledge. Yeah. And Gunner Gunner is going to say, be very quiet, be very still. Shh, shh, no, don't, don't, don't panic. Listen, I'm a friend. Okay. <laughs> Does he react? Uh, the mage stands still. He His entire body stiffens, and he turns to look at Gunner. And Gunner can see that uh, a large portion of his face has a disfiguring burn that's been healed over on it. And the eye on that side of the burned face has like a, his iris is a glowing orange color. And he just stares at Gunner and he says, Well, I wondered when you'd get here. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.